Okay, welcome back to the three strings. I do have one little thing that I really wanna to do to today and bear with me because it's really cheesy. But when I say, um, what should I say? What are you gonna say? When I say event, you say triggered. Event. Triggered. Event. Triggered. Dope. Part of the ship, part of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> part of the ship. Um, so, you just finished defeating the Minotaur. Arlo used her magical chalk, drew a circle, and you popped back out at the beginning of the labyrinth. Unfortunately, five, um, I want to say hostages, that's not right. Five sacrifices were killed within the labyrinth. The five to survive are Miles, the nine-year-old boy who was caught stealing, Andrea, a 19-year-old woman who was a prostitute, Europe, a 17-year-old woman who was a prostitute. Malite, a 27-year-old woman who was spying against the crown from Athens. And Simon, the 21-year-old man whose parents had always told him he was to be a sacrifice, who was in love with one of the women who died inside of the labyrinth. They all pop out with you. You run to the beach and in front of you, you see all that there is, is a small boat and a medium sized boat. The small boat just has a top part. There's no like underground storage, nothing like that. And then the medium sized boat um, can probably fit about 20 people, right? But we're talking 10 down below, 10 on, on deck, about 10 beds down below. We've got a party of nine. Something yeah. like that. Nine uh, total. There's four of us five, and then five. Eight. Yeah. So far are those nine. Right. So, <clears throat> now that we're out of that nightmare. So, do we have... What What should we well, do now? We with all these people? We can't go back to Crete. Should, I don't think they should. Like, there's no way any of us are going back from where we came from, other than perhaps save for Arlo. So just so we're clear, Arlo, when you get back and speak to Lucius or the Crown or anyone, as far as they're concerned, and as far as we're concerned, we died here. Mm. You want me to lie to them? That's not far from your profession, so it shouldn't be too difficult for you. True. Or I you could say it. you killed us and take the money. Or I guess it doesn't really matter. Either way, you get the full bounty instead of having to split it extra ways. True. I would like the full Minotaur bounty since I did most of the work. Agreed to. Don't like to do offline, so, though. Like, that's not true. <laughs> so, you keep the bounty. You take this small ship here. 
and whoever you want to come with you. I want that one and that one, if they're willing. The two ladies. Yeah, the two prostitutes. How'd you know? Because she's chaotic, chaotic horny. <laughs> Just remember, they were outlaws and criminals in that land, so... We killed the Minotaur. We'll return as heroes. I'll tell them that I left you in the labyrinth and that you're still there. Okay. Much appreciated. I, do. I don't think they'll believe me if I say you're dead without a head. Alright. She'll say we took off. Barely escaped us. with your life when you turned on us and blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Well, it has been a pleasure adventuring with you. I look forward to uh, the potential for our paths to cross again in the future. And I wish you the best. I as well. Aye. Take care of yourself. Goodbye. For now. Group hug. Group hug. Arlo and the two prostitutes climb into the small boat. In, with a map that they have um, that they took from that large table that had a route from the island to Crete they take off Good. I was like they didn't take my map did they? no yeah. okay <laughs> 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 bitches so, well do that we know where settles, we're going? no it just settles the fact that we won't have bounty hunters on our heads for at least two weeks for a little bit yeah before anybody gets a jump on us. So the question now is where do we make our heading? What do we need to do? I could look at my You could investigate map. this fox lead. I think it's right inside. That's that I believe the is the next best bet. My only issue is that relies on going back kind of where we came. It's five days where is the swamp? Is it south of the t city? Where? North. Okay. The swamp is north of the city. We're still going back to that continent. And the closest civilization and therefore supplies and sanctuary is no longer a sanctuary. And they want all of our heads. Right, but... Didn't she say she was still at least three days' journey from where Grayer resided? On an isle. Are you talking not about part, Arlo heading back to of, no. No. Crete? Not part of the continent, but an island is what she said. I'm going to go through all the maps that I took from the other maps and shit. Um, there is a map of the island that you are on. There is a map of how to get from the island and the waterway to take to go back to the Crete port. And there is a map of Crete. Um, and that's it. I've got the map. We should head north. Well, we have to get there on the island. I love that the island is shaped like a matador head. Ma ma minotaur head. Oh, sorry. Oh, 
Because are we trying also... to go to Athens? Or we could check out these Athens little islands? Athens is another possibility. It's, um... Do we have provisions for another? We already are north of Crete. Yeah, but like we could go more up north. <clears throat> I did promise this one that I'd get her home. Malite has her arms crossed just sitting there. And she says, I don't know where we are, and I have no idea how to get to Crete from here. Well, Correct. we're not going back to Crete. That's already settled. And we need provisions. That yeah. we do. Is it po- Oh, I should have asked the guys if they know... I'm just turned more into Gru then. <laughs> I should have asked the guys. The guys. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot. It's Aprilios 26th in the morning. Okay. I should have asked the guys about the island. Or other possibilities for things. Should we head back to Crete? The no, we're all nervous to do it. No. Like, we could go in through the back? I know that Lucius is a man who keeps his word and stays true to it. He dared the both of us to try and come. They'll be ready true. for us. They'll be looking for us. If we, we come back, to... either we come back in force with allies, and that's just a petty he hurt my feelings, or we give it time and let <clears throat> make a plan. Let everything from there settle. From Do we have a telescope? No. Mm. Is this so going to be like Castaway? Do you know how to get to to Athens? Not necessarily. I'm not a ship person. I think it is a straight shot from Crete to Athens, but the boat I took from Athens to Crete took about a month's journey. Ooh. How how many uh, how many days did it take us to get to the island? Was it three? Three and a half. Against better judgment, we have to go back. Not to the city, per se. Because we could still make our way back to Oya. At the very Simon, least. Simon raises his hand at this. Excuse me. Hi. Hi. My name's Simon. Yeah, we remember. Um. My love died in there. And, um. I don't really want to go back. To where I came from, because they made me a sacrifice. Perhaps but you volunteered. Is the uh, labyrinth per door is it materialized again? Yeah. Okay. Perhaps. I've never been here, but I, I know that there is a city north of Crete, yeah. oh, and a, a continent, and they trade with them. I'm a farm man, but I I've had some of their goods. That might be our well, best that's bet. as good a place as any. Put my hand on his shoulder. If you want me to, I can go with you. But your love is still in there. I think it might be good if we give her a proper resting place before we leave. 
the door's open, like it's rematerialized. So unless well, we crank it, still it, change? No, no, no that's no, unless we crank the thing. We can just open it. But was someone always cranking it when we're in there? No, no, no. Once you crank it... We don't it, have to send everybody back in. Yeah. No, no, I'm just worried you're going to get in there and you're not going to be able to get out. I'll be able to get out. Especially if you hold the, the door The whole premise open. is that it's an ever-changing maze. That's all I'm saying. I understand the door factor, but I'm saying the premise of the maze is that it is always changing. I, I know. Would, yeah, I would like to get her. I want to bury her. Then I'll go with you. The rest of you mind making sure that we can still get out of here? We'll make sure your exit's secure. Yeah. So I'll go with him. In the meantime, Lee. Okay. Um, so Charles and Simon go back into the maze. Y'all have to keep the door open. They grab Hassane and they take her to the beach and start to bury her. We don't have shovels. No. I would assume that's north since it's the words are this way. I don't know. We haven't been there, so I'm assuming that's what he's talking about because that's north of Crete. But I'm I'm assuming that we're probably in here somewhere. So we'd have to go around the island. How did you get then... so good at drawing maps? Oh Are God. you a cartographer? <laughs> no, I'm not. I just have it in my head after I've been to a place and then it just oop, pops up. So this is a magic map? Yes, kind of. That's... We'll have a shot. I believe that's what he was talking about. Yeah, we just have to make sure we hit land. And hopefully he can remember the way. So if we keep the northern star right dead center. Uh -huh. Do you so want to do a nature there. check to see where you are on the island? Yes. Yeah. I guess we can both do it. Anyway. Yeah, you're going to need to. That's 12. 12. 14? 14? Yeah. Looks like we are on the southeast side of the island. So... We should just follow, we should get on the boat and then just follow the land and then go from there. Hopefully he'll recognize some of these. I believe even if we're just a wee bit off, we're gonna land somewhere along this. Right, yeah. Here. I just didn't know if he would recognize that island. How far away are we from the little islands? Can I do another nature or perception or some kind of check? Mm -hmm. Is it? Nine. Eight. What do you want me to do? Nature again? Yes. Eleven. Uh, Eleven. Um, you look about depending on which one, you're about a half day to a full day's journey. Okay. Damn, you can see that far. She's got killer eyesight, man. Yeah. Okay. So we'll follow the island and then head north once we reach. Simon. Yes. I'm gonna kind of show him the, the map. So, this island you're talking about, is it within these islands here? A part of a larger landmass? An island? No, it's, it's a continent. It's large. I know there's a city there. All the islands that are off the coast of, um, 
Crete, between here and the Minotaur. Those are just... Uninhabited? As far as I know. Desolate. But like I said, I've, I've never been there. I just... I want to start anew. Can I go and comfort him? <laughs> Simon, would you like to say a few words? Asone was the kindest person I ever met. She used to cook these raspberry tarts. They were so good. Just for me. And she was afraid of frogs. Who's afraid of frogs? Asone, that's who? I was going to marry her. Oh. <laughs> but now she's in the earth. And may she rest here. A true sacrifice. I love you! This is really sad. Do we all just like take a piece of sand and put it did we put it high up so she's not gonna be washed out? Yeah, yeah it's above where the shore crashes. Okay. It's above the tideline. Do we do the traditional where we all like put a clump of sand on her? Yeah. And walk away. Let's all just put some sand on her. Okay. <coughs> uh, I'm gonna not participate in that. I'm gonna participate in my version of saying farewell to people. Literally, I'm just going over with my the alcohol that I always steal. Just the silent farewell type of thing. Take yours and then just pour one out. Pour one out, out for the them. boys. Pour one out for her and just type thing. Okay. Did you did you grab all the bodies or just hers? Okay. Um. What time? What time is it? It's about one in the afternoon. Right. We should probably get going before it gets dark. Everybody so on the boat, if you do not wish to head to a different land and want to go back, it's kind of late for that now. But if you'd rather stay here, we're not opposed. Miles is holding your hand. Is that right? And he's the same height as you. right it would normally take two people to man in good weather four people to man in bad weather uh six if it's extremely bad weather but i don't think any of you know anything about ships nope so it takes three to man in good weather and five to man if the weather's bad you got a crew of six it's simon 
Did you say you worked on the boat or you just, uh... I've never worked on a boat. Ah, okay. Just wanted to clarify your skills for us. Well, this is gonna be an interesting journey. It will, it will. Okay. So we're going to start heading we're gonna follow following the horde, and then once we get to the tip, just follow that straight north. We're gonna north. go straight out. Okay. Uh, you take off. You're all kind of shaky. Who wants to be the first three who are... Do you want to be the first three who are manning the ship? Sure. I, well, I think we should make sure that others... <coughs> as long as there's three people, like, we'll be okay. It's not like we need yeah. to, like, train the other people or no. something or you all kind of get the basic gist you let the mass down you try to steer right from the steering wheel um none of you are good right but you're making it we're moving yeah okay. i just moving. didn't know if like we should separate like one or two people are on with someone else at a time you probably should I'll just to like that. make sure we're staying the course and everything we'll so, have a constant rotation of someone who cannot least supervise yeah. Who's uh, starting? I'll take the first. Miles, let's go learn some stuff together. Okay. We start getting the he? ship ready. He's like nine. Okay, so we can do stuff. I mean, it's yeah. child labor for Power. sure, but I'm he's just not gonna like start six. teaching him street rat shit that I. Oh, with my help. You know, yeah. like here's how I'm you a... slide a hand shit and whatnot, and this is how you got caught. Last time, I'm going to teach you how to not get caught. So, oh, this is my just divider. teach him my Draw trade. Okay. Little by little, while I can. While we're hanging out and learning the ship and stuff. Okay. That way, I give him mm. some sort of purpose. Okay. That's what I'm doing. I know. Fine. It's all I know how. <laughs> wow, that was really good. Was that real? No. Oh. I'm fine. You uh, can rest first. Okay. You just rest. When Ferret lets I out a sneeze, you see this, this little spark of gold energy in the air. Did that just come out of you? Did what just come out of me? I don't know if it was snat or... Uh, <coughs> oh. And you see it again. Just one little spark in the air. Are you made of gold dust, my little friend? We're the same kind of thing, but... Are you sure? I'm a gnome. You're right. quite magical. What the fuck are you talking about? Does that happen when you fart too? <laughs> oh, that is a good question. Fart I'd like to know thought. as well. You don't see it? Has this happened before? Has what happened? You're blowing gold dust. Oh, I don't have my eyes open when I'm sneezing now, am I? So what the fuck is it? I guess that would be way freakier if you did sneeze with your eyes open. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you're a man, so you've probably looked at, you've noticed your farts. I guess you don't turn around when you fart, but you haven't just had a sprinkling bowl. I think you should Can go I do lay an down. Check on you might have yeah. taken a little more. It wasn't just me. Okay. I as long as you're okay. Two. Thirteen. Thirteen. It's similar to magic, but it's a different kind of magic than you've ever encountered. Okay. 
I don't know much about magic. So it's not like your magic. Are you, you feel more of it's, it's it senses more of like not a magic feel but an energy feel almost like electricity in the air. Okay. You have a gold aura, my friend. I didn't know that. you practiced gypsies. I just recently adopted it Are for this very instant. A fortune teller? No, I know very little about the magic. I just know that I don't sneeze or fart gold dust. Well, I'm not gonna say I'm not a fucking pixie, but <laughs> we don't know exactly who we are or what we are, that's, are we? That is true, that's why we were just pointing it out, because I guess we haven't noticed you sneeze before. <laughs> um, okay, so... If you're still feeling alright, I can... I um, feel fine enough to do this. Well, feel free to come grab me when you need a break. If I did one, I will come get you. I'll be with you, so no worries. Simon, let me know I'm fucking impressed, man. You're doing that accent with the stuff he knows. I know. Shit. I didn't know if you actually. Yeah, that's why I was curious. I'm like, are you playing when you have a stuff he knows? Or yeah. Do you actually have a stuff he knows? Yeah, I'm playing it. Oh, okay. About 5 p.m., Miles comes up to you and tugs on you and says, "I'm hungry." Are you hungry? Are you? The three people you have traveling with you have no rations. Oh, do you eat all of them? Oh yeah, because we got. Two from then, or four, or whatever. Uh, I guess, can are we all okay to share a ration? Like, we each give them a ration? Okay. okay. So now we should be, probably have a ration too, huh? Yep. Yeah. So each, if each of you are taking care of one person, we'll say you're taking care of Malite, you're taking care of Simon, you're taking care of Miles. Are you guys okay with that? Do you want to yeah. share? Yeah. That's fine. Okay. So then you I get rid of two rations for the day. 14 days. It's gonna go quick, that's why like seven. Yeah, we only get one a day, so... It's gonna be a tough road, everybody, but we're alive. <laughs> um... I... can I... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, like... Use my, uh, 50 feet of rope and stuff and... Try and make a net. While... Oh, nice. Are you going to unravel it? I'll no, no, no. I, too. So I'm going to yeah, pull the net out and then just kind of weave it between, like, with the three and just yeah. keep doing this thing till I have a crude net. Tie it up. So I'm going to do that when um, they relieve me. I'm going to start. Okay, it's going to take you about 12 hours. That's fine. We can do it in the morning. We'll just have people keep working on it. During Constantly, your shift, yeah. Because basically, downtime. if we can, if we can tie it off to one of the posts on the side of the ship, we can just <laughs> troll it along and be able to pull it in and get fish and things like that. I'm not looking good on rations. Um, That's what I'm saying. So we I'm need okay. to supplement. Yeah. So fish would be good because, yeah, especially if we don't know if we're gonna land by a town, if we're just gonna land on land for a while. <laughs> Okay, so we got the plan. We're going north. Mm -hmm. um, it's about 6 p.m. Um, the weather stays nice for the evening. 
Uh, did you want to stay the same people evening shift? Yeah, do we want to do eight hours? Eight hour shifts? <laughs> do you want the night shift? And he wants to come wake you I and ask. Him, I can see in the dark now, so we should. You can see in the dark now? Okay. Um, well, luckily we're outside too, so we've got the stars to guide us. Hopefully. And you can still see the shore of the horn the, yeah uh, of the island okay um i think we'll stay the same okay. uh you go yeah, through I the night or i i was thinking about talking to the <coughs> other people and then i was like nah So, so then we'll just 10 o'clock at night, he's taken over? Yeah, 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 yeah. So then it's you, Simon, and Malite who take over. Okay. It's 10 o'clock at night. Weather's fine. Getting to the other side of the island. Just trying to figure out this boat shit. Yep. Now's your chance with Malite. <sighs> I mean... I know that. Oh, you're talk trying to... Oh. I mean, I know that. I mean, if you want to talk, we're so, gonna... Give it a try. We'll see your A game. Fuck off, yeah. Or your C game. No, um, it's going to be a quiet night. By the way, I want to give that, um, my scale mail, the one that helps swimming and stuff, to the kid. Okay. He puts it on. 6 a.m. That's eight hours. Breastplate to me because I'm not using it anymore. Okay. She One. takes it gratefully. And she says, You never know what's out at sea. Can I get my uh, next sticky note? Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. It's Aprilios 27th, 6 a.m. Your shift. <coughs> Are you done with that net yet? <coughs> when, he, when he coughs, little sparks go off in the air. <coughs> little golden sparks. Instead of dust now? It was or never was, dust. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it hurt. It's dust. not pixie dust. No. Okay. I ain't no fucking Tinkerbell. Well, I thought, like, I pictured your cough, you know, like germs, but mm -hmm. they were gold. Like, that's what I had. It's almost like little, little bits of, like, electricity in the air. Oh, okay. Sparks. Yeah. Baby, you're a firework. Come on, let you come. There's work, spark show, man. Burst. Burst. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. Um... <laughs> So, so are you done? Can we try the net now? You've had three hours to work on the net. It's got about nine left. We're going to put um, three people on the net on their off time for about, what do we say, three hours? So every swap of shift, the people who are off, the three people are all going to work on the net for two hours. So that should speed up the time. So we got, it's six hours have been done on the net. So then 
uh, Charles's team is working on it now and should be done in two hours. Cool. I am going to put Miles on a project and basically go and try and find just things around the ship to make or whittle a... Uh, oh, which reminds me. Uh, <coughs> and you start to see storm clouds coming in. We're looking a little dark out there. It's about 8 a.m. Uh, we just gotta hunker down. Your net is finished. Yay. Let's put it in there. Not with those clouds coming. Wouldn't it be better to do it now then? Than later? Just to drop it? We're gonna, yeah, I guess. Let's secure the net as... Kind of behind the ship. Behind the ship? Okay. Tie it off real tight and everything. You secure you are able to secure the net behind the ship. Hmm. I'll I'll say a survival check. See if you can get those knots to stay. And it's really starting to get stormy and cloudy. Lots of waves. You're kind of. I think we should just pull it in. You want to pull it in? You don't want to yeah. try? Okay. We pull it in, stow it, and just. Well, I assume we could catch a little, because like, isn't there some that like to follow the waves and stuff? No, up? we've got to get ready for it. I don't. It's not gonna mean more shit for any. It's not gonna help us any. If we're not prepared and we all die, I agree. we're not I sailors. My crew slept first and then it was two hours. That amount of time hasn't happened, so then the net isn't finished. It's been three hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. To rest first and then make the net? Yeah. Okay, then the net is not finished. We're tired of shit. I was not told that. The net is not finished. Yeah, I, I, didn't, realize okay, I yeah. didn't realize that either. <laughs> okay, so it's not finished and it's down there. It's getting really stormy and everything. And it's 9 a.m. And it's getting really stormy. And remember, you're not good with ships. You need five people crewing in the bad weather. Okay. How close are we to shore? Really close. You're, you're just at the point where you should probably start going off into the, the open water towards the continent. I think maybe it might be prudent to uh, shore for at least till this storm breaks. It's gonna be on the less risky. Mad the I want to call it mad on the Minotaur one. So we're like around the cusp. Yeah, we're really mm-hmm. close, and all we'll have to do is take off is straight north. I gotta there. say you're really close. You're far enough out so that you're not hitting a like sandbar. Okay. So just dock it. And then hunker down? There's no dock. Well, I mean, like, anchor it? Yeah, we'd have Just to... Just anchor? Then, yeah, I guess going out to open water. Okay. Yeah, we'd have to weigh anchor and stuff. Yeah. Survival check. Not bad, guys. You guys should probably... 
Neither of you are able to anchor the ship. Oh. And water is starting to lap over the sides. It's getting real shaky. So much so that you and the other two wake up. 10 a.m. Hi, hey, all hands up top. Storm's coming in. I don't know how to... Be on the boat, so just tell me what to do and I'll do it. <coughs> You're all doing the best you can. Water's lapping over the edges. You're really not getting anywhere. You're just trying to keep the boat steady. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, God. At about noon... It starts to clear up. It's starting to look nicer. Ooh. All right, let's go while we're ahead. Whose turn? So, your turn now? Are we swapping? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I just had to come help you. Yeah, but you rested for a little shift. while because you slacked on go doing the net. the net. You should have done the net earlier. We're going to go work on and finish the net for a little while, and then we'll leave. Fine. Please go finish the net. They finished the net about 2 o'clock. Great. Let's do this. How's the weather looking? Good. I think if we're going to put anything at the wall for it's going to be right now. It'll be our best bet. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's start okay, so dropping let's it. Drop. We're gonna... Nature check. Nature check on this one? Mm-hmm. 20. 20? Yeah. You are able to catch a fish for everybody. Yeah. Dope. So we're going to do that for dinner. Okay, fish for dinner. Fish, hey, hey. Fish is done. Do you guys want to stay on until dinner time? Your crew? Yeah, I just told yeah. the end of it. I'm gonna try and clean and prep the fish and stuff. Go on. That's my job. <laughs> You're asleep, bitch. No, I'm not. I just finished the fucking net and brought it up. Yeah, we caught fish. I have dad duties. Yeah, you go check on the egg while we're catching fish. The egg's fish fine. It's been fine. I snuggled with it. So. Uh, why are you both adopting? Do you want to help clean fish? <laughs> I know. They're both get dads. Some rest, yeah. And you'll have food ready by the time you wake up. I'm going. Uh, I'll leave it to you, Charles. I'm gonna go lay down for a bit. I feel a little sore. I can't, I can't just stuff it those in a fucking cough. Yeah, you sound like shit. I think I got some. I picked up something from the lab. Yeah, there was a lot of. <coughs> don't go spreading that shit. <coughs> a lot of death and stuff in there. 
Maybe the Minotaur had something on him and you... Well, I guess I got up and into his guts, so... But I'm fine. But you should definitely check that out, Sparkly oh. Boy. No, I think Can I see that black stone card? Please, we have to do this. So I'm just going to be hauling the ship and then like, some old rest. preparing fish and cooking on the side. Okay. What? Uh, remember, three people have to be working on the ship. Yeah, I'm so, doing stuff up top. Like, I'm helming it. I'm just so you're not all working on the boat? This is your oh, downtime? That's what she's saying. If three you can't work on the on fish the boat, and work on the boat. do anything else. Fine. You're not good at this. <laughs> what time is it? Four. Okay. She's still there. I'll be working. So is Miles. Miles, help them with whatever it is they. Miles, could well, I figured you I know can how to go work fish. for four hours and then. I don't think we should mess with the ships anymore. I think we should stay three on, three off. The people who are off can divide their time however they want with either sleeping or doing something else. But the yeah. three that are on can't do anything else during their eight-hour shift. Yeah. Unless we want to divide it into four-hour shifts, which I'm fine with. But I think with all these different things that we're trying to do, we should just say these three are on, these three are off. What are the three people that are off doing? I'm doing ship stuff. Doing shift. Ship. Ship stuff. Because he went to bed. So you guys traded. Okay. You're gonna transform into a wizard. He's gonna go into a chrysalis and emerge an actual like full length man. This is how they got no one scaling these fish. No, Miles not just had. I know how to go to fish. Thank you. Well, that's it then. Clean it. Make it proper. Are you gonna be okay? I just need to sleep. I'll be fine. <coughs> Please don't get hey. sick. Little sparks are flying just off of him. What do you do with the sick gnome sailor? What do you do with the sick gnome sailor? <laughs> <laughs> what do we do with the sick dumb sailor early in the afternoon? Um, so then you're off too. Did you want to rest as well? Yeah. Okay. So Miles uh, finishes gutting the fish at about six o'clock. And he comes up to you and tugs on your shirt and says, I'm really, I'm really tired. You bed. Really? Yeah, will you send Simon up, please? Mm -hmm. Simon's already up. He's with you. Oh, I thought. You and Malika. Oh, right. To you too. Do you mind just stirring Lee for a minute then? Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey. Yeah, hi. Um. Kill all. Thank the, you, hi. The Charles told me to get you. I just went to sleep. Fine. Miles goes to bed. I'm gonna go check on Ferret. I'm waking. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, guy. Are you alive? 
As far as I am concerned, I guess, yes, unless this is some sick joke played by an omnipotent bastard in the sky. <laughs> I feel like I've got the worst hangover ever, but I'm fine otherwise. Okay. Um, cause you've been resting for eight hours. You're only resting two hours. Okay. Wait. So where's Malite? Up. So Malite's up there. She's the ship with Simon and I. Okay, and the weather's fine, so we're good. I think they want someone to cook the food. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why don't we wait for two more hours? Simon's hungry. Or sorry. Simon can be hungry, that's fine. Oh, yeah, no, he's, he's a grown ass man, he can figure it out. <laughs> uh, we could wait for four hours. Why am I forgetting the kid's name? Miles. Miles. Jesus. He needed sleep, he didn't say he's he hungry. He said he's hungry if he's tired. I think he just said he was tired. Yeah, he just said Go to bed, little one. We'll eat, we'll, <laughs> we'll eat you. He, we'll he feed already you went later. To sleep. Okay, good. Everyone just go to bed. <laughs> we'll cook when we it's get up. It's six in the afternoon. We can wait a little bit longer. Just two more. And then we can all on shift change eat dinner. Yeah. So midnight? Okay. Yeah. Midnight. You wake up. You change shifts. You cook the food. You eat the food. Together. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's one big happy family. At midnight, right after you guys are all kind of finished eating, it starts to, the weather starts to get rough again. Well, good thing we ate so we get some energy back. And I will tell you, his crew is tired. All right. I'm um, staying up regardless. Yeah, so us three. Oh, we got the kid on our shift. So, yeah. Ferret, me, Miles, and Charles. Can we get by with that for now? Or is it looking rough already? Five. Rough. We need five. You need okay. five. Hey, uh, which one of you two can handle a couple more hours? Simon nods his head. Great. Thank you, Simon. Let's do this thing. Everyone but Miles. Yeah. You're sending Miles down below? Well, yeah. Because he, he got a full rest. He got a full rest. Yeah, but he's nine. Oh. He did just eat. Small. Hey. The other one watching over him currently. It's your call. I'd like to keep the innocent little child as safe as possible. May any darkening deeds be done by us and us alone. Then the adults. Um, nine. Perfect. 6 a.m. is when it finally clears up. 
And by this point, Simon, Malite, and Charles are exhausted. All of these advantage on ability checks. And all of you get your sleep. We're on Aprilios 28th. Ferret, on top of the deck, collapses to the ground. I'm at the wheel and just like... Oh, God. So run over. <laughs> I slap him. Hey! What? Oh, God. Are you all, Are you alive? So hit me. I hit you once to wake you up. I, what happened? I tell the two to go to bed and send Simon out. You mean Miles? Miles, yeah. Yeah, we'll get the boy up. Uh, so we'll... Yeah. Put, so gonna, well, I don't know what's you, better for you. Is the you, weather still bad for us to basically got to carry me downstairs into one of those beds. Right, I was like, could we just strap you onto something so we can keep an eye on you? <laughs> you can still rest. But no, we got to take you down. All right. So I pick him up and take him down. I'm so sweating so profusely. Uh, can I medicine check him? Sure. Oh. Oh. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I was going to say, you're reaching exhaustion level one. I, I know. I yeah. I'm oh, you're giving yourself disadvantage? Okay, wonderful. Thank you. I mean, it's a natural one. Yeah, so. it doesn't matter. I was going to say that, but it doesn't matter. But for any future ones, if you do before you sleep. One point of exhaustion, any ability check you make, not attack rolls or anything, but ability, ability. checks, you have a disadvantage. Oh. There's different points of exhaustion. Yeah. Gotcha. At the, I think it's the seventh one, you just outright die. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you gotta sleep. <laughs> so, Ferret is downstairs in a bed, shaking, sweating. You don't like my baldies on fire. Um. Uh, I don't know if it's for sure, but... I think I'm just going to keep fresh drinking water next to him, mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to bundle him up and just make him sweat whatever's going on out. Okay. Um, it's the two of you upstairs with Miles, and Malite and Simon are getting some well-needed rest, and this fever event... Triggered. Triggered. Event. Triggered. Triggered. Event. Triggered. Can you two leave the room? Whoa. What? The fever that's taken over your body is causing you to have what I like to call a fever memory. Fever dream? But it's a memory. Mm -hmm. In the memory, Ferret is eight and his brother Irwin is six. You are in an alley, staring at your bare feet. You can feel the gravel beneath you. It doesn't hurt anymore. You're used to it. You can smell cooked meat in the air and your mouth waters. You know the smell is coming from a stall on the main road. This stall sells lamb meat. 
Across from you is your brother Erwin. He has dirt smudged on his face. You think about removing the dirt, but realize it would make no difference. You and Erwin are hatching a plot to steal some lamb. You are hungry. You haven't eaten in days. The thought of the lamb is consuming your mind. You slowly move towards the edge of the alley. You see a man with a long white beard and a bun of white hair on his head. He walks to the stand and begins to speak with the merchant. You and Erwin sneak closer, hoping to use him as a distraction. But the man turns and makes eye contact with you. His eyes shine gold. He walks towards you. Come with me. You reluctantly follow him back down the alley. You take hold of Erwin's hand as you walk. The man stops and crouches down to your level. He pulls his hand out from behind his back. His eyes begin to glow gold, and in the center of his palm forms a glowing gold disc. The lamb on a stick pops out of the disc, and soon the disc is gone, and his eyes stop glowing. He hands you the lamb. You and your brother eat eagerly. How long have you two been on the streets? Two years. Where are your parents? Dead. Dead? Dead to us. I see. You know, I've been watching your faith hawk for the past couple of weeks, and it ain't bad. I've been trying to find a few more members to join my, my team, and you two might be just what I'm looking for. What team? Just a group of gnomes with no place to go. We help each other out by owning our skills. We all work together to steal what we need to survive. A thieves' guild of sorts. Why should we trust you? We don't know you. People lie. Well, let me introduce myself. I am Wolf. Wolf puts his hand out towards you. I promise, little one, that I will not lie to you. I'm very loyal. And I'm good to my pack. I will watch over you fiercely if you agree to help me out. Erwin squeezes your hand. You are torn. Should you trust this man when so many have lied to you in the past? Erwin squeezes your hand again. Fine. We'll join you. For now. Wolf takes you back to a small house and introduces you to the rest of the pack. There is Hog, the cook, Rooster, the lookout, and Rabbit, the quick looter. Wolf shows you to a small room with one bed for the two of you. This is your room for now. We're moving to the woods in a few weeks for training. You haven't slept in a bed in a long time. You quickly fall into a deep slumber. At around midnight, you wake up and sneakily make your way down the stairs. You see a light on in the kitchen. You hear voices. You press your ear up against the door and listen. How are we going to be able to feed two more mouths? The famine is bad right now, even for the wealthy. We will manage, as we always do. Besides, we're thieves, not villains. We steal to survive, and they need us to survive. You were always such a softy. Only with you. You hear the sound of two lips meeting, a kiss. If anything... Having two little ones around will keep us young. The two laugh as you begin to make your way back to your bedroom. You climb into bed next to Erwin and quickly doze off again.
Um, when you go down to check on him, you see that there are still little golden sparks coming off his body, but his eyes are not closed. They are open and they're shining gold. Whoa. Oh, right, buddy. Um, you awake? He's not awake. Should I touch him? I don't think that's a good idea. Hey! What kind of magical fuckery is this? 17. You gotta roll it again. Five. Thank you, I totally forgot. Yep. You do not know what is happening to him. Um. Minute. Touched him. You're going to touch him. You touch him, and you feel that he has a high fever. His skin is clammy, covered in sweat. And a little shock of energy goes through you. I would stop touching him. Are you all right, Charles? Yeah, uh... He's, uh... He's all right. He'll be fine. <laughs> he's okay. He's fine. He's fine. He's okay. He's okay. He's a little freaked out. He's okay. Simon and Melite. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. You're it's still okay. sleeping. Yes. It's okay. He's fine. We're we're at about noon. Oh my God! Why is he? Why is he gold? Um, Those haunting eyes, just ever staring, piercing into my soul. It's like Midas's balls were inserted into his skull. I think we just need okay. to get to shore before we die. Yeah. Okay. How? Uh, I'm gonna go through the net. Back How are we looking? Next shift. Just keep it tracking. One person just gotta go until this guy stepped out of it. Well, I need to fucking. Sleep. Yeah, or he's about to hit level two exhaustion. Okay, go to sleep. Um. Who do I have? You have Malite and Simon. Miles should also go to bed. Okay. Hey, little buddy, you better want to go to sleep now, huh? <laughs> um. You are now at level one exhaustion, Mac. Oh, okay. Lee. So you just have disability on what am I to do? check. Okay. Or disadvantage, sorry. You have disadvantage on ability checks. Uh, what time is it? It's noon. I'm sleeping uh, close to him. Mm-hmm. Whether, hey Simon, uh, do you think we're close? Are we still looking good? I am not sure. I, I know we are going north. Okay. And that is the way we are meant to go, so. Great. So, uh. You continue on? And you threw a net in the water? Yeah. I'm going to have to have you do a nature check disadvantage. Oh, shit. Can someone else throw the net in the water? I thought Colton said he did. Oh. 
He's asleep. I'd still be at disadvantage. Yeah. Mm. He's asleep. You're unconscious. Conscientiously unconscious. Hi. <gasps> uh, but disadvantage of oh, roll twice. Yeah. But I get the higher number or I get the lower the number? The lower. Damn. But you get to add whatever your bonus is. It's a nature check. Yeah, it's just two. Two? Yeah, so 12. 12? Yeah. You are able to catch three fish. Okay. These are about the size for one person for a day. Um, I guess we'll feed the ones that are up, like that are on crew, and mm-hmm. then put it right back down. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Okay. We hit about 8 p.m. would be the chef change. Okay. You're going to need a ration. Yep. Um, Miles gets up too. He's going to need a ration. I'm going to go. Someone's going to have to stay with them. I'm going to go mm. check. I've got yeah, 12 yeah, rations. I was going to say, I'll just, go see him and then sh- w- wake the rest. I've got 12 rations in my thing. Give Miles one of mine. You say? Does that wake you up? 12 rations? Yeah, 12 rations. I have two. You've been holding out. I have yeah. eight. Okay, so get rid of one ration. You get rid of one ration. I'm going to go check the net before I okay. force myself to. Nature check. And I'm rested. You're able to catch a fish. Probably, yeah, just one because you're because you're not eating. He is unchanged. Unchanged, wide open eyes. Yep. Just sitting there like like the truth turtle from Rick and Morty. Oh, just. No, it's season three. Don't look at its eyes, Mark. <laughs> Guess we'll just keep on trekking on. Okay. 6 p.m. Everyone's eaten. Um, at 2 in the morning, uh, it's shift change. You're with Miles. Wait. Miles when we... I was with, we kind of swapped because of everything. So I was with Malite and Simon. Yes. So it's kind and of you're with Miles. Like... So who's going to stay when he does his change? Uh. Megan. So we're. Hmm? You're going to stay up again? No, no, no. 6 p.m. Yeah. Charles and Miles go on deck. But someone else has to stay. Gotcha. Malite. Um, I don't mind. You don't mind? I've rested, right? Malite and Simon tell you that if you stay up, they'll they'll relieve all of you at midnight. They're just really tired. Okay. Everything's pretty smooth sailing. Midnight comes around. Um Malite and Simon come up come up on deck. They're here to switch you out. Miles says he feels really good. So if the two of you want to rest. Sure. Okay. Okay? We'll 
people trust them so far, so good. They say they'll wake you up first light. Um, Y'all go to bed. Do you want to check on him one more time? Yeah. He's unchanged. Eyes glowing gold. Um, and little sparks are just coming off of his body. Arcana check. <laughs> I feel like I've already done two of those. It's not really going to happen. We hit two in the morning, right? Aprilio's 28th. Oh, sorry. I guess now would be the 29th. Yeah. Event. Trigger. Trigger. Event. Trigger. Trigger. Event. Trigger. Okay. Who is it this time? It's all three of you. dream it's pitch black it's nighttime you're in the ocean and you're swimming the current is a normal current and you're going with it all of a sudden a light comes from above it's in the sky the light is Lucius's face he looms over you the current is calm, but when you go to touch your mouth, it's sewn shut. Lucius says, Do you know what happened yesterday? Let me inform you. The king of Crete was in his chambers admiring a gift I had given him. A gift that I had hired you to procure. The head of the swamp witch, Graeya. Unknown to him or I, the head still held a great deal of the witch's magic. A look that is distraught flashes across his face when he says this. During his breakfast, the head came alive and attacked Minos. We could hear the screams all the way in the servant's chambers. By the time I made it to the room, it was too late. As he tears up, the current begins to pick up and you are struggling to swim. The scene was atrocious. There was blood everywhere and that bitch Graeya was still slowly trying to devour him. She was breathing hard and I could tell she was close to death. So I froze her. A ball of blue light appears. Inside of it, in the sky, 
is Graia's head. She is different than how you remember her. Her mouth is wide open and full of sharp teeth. Her eyes are open and they look manic. Her hair is no longer white, but stained red by blood. And she is making this noise. Her magic is weak compared to what it once was. But even the little she has left should be helpful for the path I have ahead of me. The current really picks up and you are struggling to swim until finally you give up and begin to drown. You go down, down, down until you are in total blackness and cannot breathe. In the darkness, a light turns on, one light bulb overhead. You are now in a room, sitting at a table. You are in one chair, but you cannot move. But now, your lips are free. Lucius walks into the room and sits across from you at the table. He is dressed in all black. Would you like to hear a love story? You try to respond, but no sound comes out. Believe it or not, this is my love story. I know, I know, I come off as a workaholic, but everything I have done and will do comes from love. I met Minos when I was 12. My upbringing was harsh to say the least. I have no memories of my biological family. My earliest memory is of the dark. I was one of the many children taking the Duragar for the fighting rings. They would take us in raids, or if we were found too far from home, the names they gave us were just numbers. I was 10. That was my name. 10. Then they would train us. The weak were weeded out quickly. I was weak, but somehow I survived. At eight, I was thrown into my first fight. I lost, of course, but when my opponent threw the winning blow, something strange happened. All of my hair fell out and grew back in no time at all. 
The crowd was shocked. After that, I was treated like a freak by the other children. I spent my life training and sleeping. I barely spoke. Every match I was put in, the same thing with my hair would happen over and over again. When I was 12, I was put into a big match. At this, you are transported to a fighting ring. In this ring, there are many children. You recognize one. It's Lee. She's sitting next to another dwarf girl and whispering into her ear. The two giggle. This match was big because two kings and a soon-to-be king would be watching. Minos, Melos, and the Raven Warrior. All three were looking to purchase new weapons, new shields, new children to do their bidding. I was paired against another child. And like usual, when they threw the winning blow, all my hair fell out and grew back. While I lied in the dirt, I looked up at the laughing faces. Everyone was sneering at me, except one. Minus and my eyes met in that dark stadium for the first time that night. Myself, Lee, and the other girl and the other dwarf girl were all purchased that evening. I remember how close Lee and the other girl were. How they would strategize together. How they would sneer at me. I was so glad to leave that place, but nervous for what was ahead. I was brought to a carriage that had Minos in it. At this, you are transported to a small carriage with Lucius and Minos. We traveled back to Crete. On that first trip together, he told me many things. He explained what Crete was like and what training he had planned for me. And to my surprise, he said, you were the only prize to be had tonight. What fools those Duergard are. A child with your potential and all they did was laugh. The next few years of my life were a blur of training. I was taught new languages, how to defend myself, how to protect the king. I was taught how to cook and clean and make sure the household ran smoothly. I was taught war strategy, and how to spot spies in a crowd. I was even trained by the Swamp Witch for years to harness the raw magic inside of me. This all pleased the king. But what pleased me most, what, but what pleased me most was our nightly chess mas matches. You are transported to the king's chambers you see Lucius and Minos playing chess. Lucius is no longer a child, 
he looks like a young man. Minos says to him, Ten, have I ever told you about the man who would play chess with me when I was a child? No, sir, you have not. Would you like to hear the tale? Oh, I would love to, sir. This man was a servant of my father's, a human servant. He helped my father mostly with war strategy. But one day when I ran to the council room and asked my father to teach me this game I had heard of, chess, he told me he was too busy. But this man then offered to go and teach me. He played with me every evening until he passed. Do you know why you are special to me, Tin? <clears throat> because of my magical capabilities, sir. No. You are more than that. You are more than your magic. You are more than the weapon the door guard tried to make you be. You are special because you are my confidant, my friend, my chess partner. You see Minos look up from the board and smile at Lucius as he makes the winning move. May I give you a name that suits you better than 10? You, you may, sir. I will name you after my last chess partner, Lucius. You see Lucius blush in the candlelight. You are transported to a ship deck. Lucius and Minus are watching the sunset. Lucius looks about 30. As the years went by, Minos and I slowly fell in love. He prolonged my life with magic so that I could continue to be by his side. To all eyes looking in, I was just a servant. But to Minos, I was so much more. You see the two of them holding hands on the ship as they watch the sunset. Next, you are transported to a room, the king's chambers. It is covered in blood. A headless minus lies on the ground. You hear the head of Graea panting. You watch from above as Lucius runs into the room. He's screaming. You watch him fall onto the decapitated body of Minos. Listen to him sob. It feels
feels like forever. You're transported back to the room that is black and nothing else. Lucius looks you in the eye and he says, in a day, my whole life has changed. The king died and the queen ran away. And now I am the new king of Crete. My life purpose was to make the king happy. You took that away from me. You took everything from me. Now, my life purpose will be to make you feel the way I feel. You wake up. I guess I just did we did not know how close they were. But uh I don't know, I kinda feel bad because of we have the same history but also we didn't do that to him that we know of I guess so far. But I feel like that should play in our favor. I don't know what to do. He found us, so I'm gonna assume he knows we're not dead. Yep, so we probably just sent Paolo to her death. Oh. No. Or maybe maybe she just like said something that no, played it off. You're not there. Of Sorry. It's okay. Maybe she just played something off depending on how things were going at the castle and didn't say anything about it. <laughs> or maybe she said yes, they were we we ripped off so many options for her. Back yet. And we've been out here for three day three, four days. And it could be. No, she's not back yet. Regardless, this is going to be an issue. Okay, Almost. so he might he might just think we're with them. But okay, so yeah, she might die. <laughs> if he was able to find us and she's like, "Yeah, they died in the matador," he'd be like, "Bullshit." <laughs> but oh well, that, we'll we'll see how that plays out later. Um in the end of the day right now, we uh just got to that we make it through shore. Now's definitely not the time, but we that is an issue that we're going to have to deal with. Yes. At some point. 
We now all have a sworn enemy out for us. <laughs> a common sworn enemy. A what? A common sworn enemy. Common sworn enemy. We're a team. We are a team. <laughs> Should we still? Oh, okay. Maybe, Six a.m. Maybe he'll wake up. We'll check on him. Nope. We'll just keep checking on him on their sleep change. Face. Should we give him water? Like Little is he gonna spark die just from us? Goes through you. I'm gonna. <laughs> should I try and pour water? Ooh. Can I like splash him with a little water? I'm gonna splash him with some water and see what happens. He gets up and throws you off his bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing happens. Leaves me bruised for two and a half weeks. <laughs> uh. Nothing happens. Should um, I? I guess we can't really pour water down his throat because he could drown in it. I like feel like we should nourish him somehow because he's been laying down here for two days almost now with nothing. <laughs> but I think he's going through a transformation, so maybe he doesn't need it. I'm a beautiful father. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, at this, there's a knock at the door. Hello. It's Simon, and he says, you have to come up. You have to come up now. Oh, up God. to the deck. You have to see this. Rush up there. Yeah, we're running off with him. When you get to the deck, you can see land north of you. Mm -hmm. But the land you see is sheer white cliffs that go up a few hundred feet. Okay. What seems to be your concern, Simon? We just follow the coast until we find a place we can moor the ship. Yeah, but we're almost t t to the ledge, and I, I, I don't know if we're supposed to go left or right when we hit the ledge. Uh, uh, uh. We should not hit the ledge. Let's turn right and then follow it left. on our left. Wait, no, nah, we can go right. right. Okay. Let's turn starboard so it can... I'll tell Malite. She's 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 steering right now. Okay. Well, it's not Titanic. This. He goes and tells Malite to go right. Okay. Follow the shoreline on the left. Also, I know the kid's tired. I think I can stay up for another shift. Are you okay? But the the kid and the very beautiful woman should take a rest. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll switch with them. You're already getting back out there, huh? Let <laughs> him no. have it. Never. Sony was my only love. Oh, you'll find more. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and guys, we're on Aprilio's twenty ninth. Just looking for a place we can. Park the yeah, ship. Pretty yep. much. <laughs> so you're following along. Yeah, just staring at the ceiling. <laughs> at about mm -hmm. 10 a.m., you have another fever memory. Event! Trigger! Event! Trigger! Event! Trigger! Okay, so you two just have to leave the room. Garrick is nine, and Erwin is seven. You are in a mushroom wood climbing up a stocky mushroom tree. You are quick and never lose your footing when climbing. 
Erwin, on the other hand, struggles a lot when it comes to climbing. You hear Erwin fall to the ground with a large thump about 20 feet away. You scurry back down the tree and run over to him. You help him to his feet as you chuckle to yourself. Hog is about 30 feet away. He begins to wave for you to come over. All right, boys, that's enough for you today. <laughs> I guess climbing is not for you, eh, Erwin? But you, Gary, you have surpassed me in climbing. You are the master, little nimble fruit. A large grin comes over your face. No, down to the river. Wolf is waiting for you. We both know he hates to wait. You and Erwin nod your heads and begin to run down the hill to the river. You beat Erwin to the river. Wolf is crouching. He's washing his face with the water. He stands when he hears you approaching. You're late. Sorry, Wolf. Sorry, Wolf. Find a spot. Begin to focus. Yes, yes Wolf. Wolf. You find a comfortable spot of moss to sit down in. You cross your legs and close your eyes. You stretch your left hand in front of you. You try to focus. Focus on the disturbances in space around your hand. Focus on the disturbances. You want to draw on those disturbances and bend them to your will to create a desk of energy. This energy is all around you. Don't let it go to waste. Use it. A couple hours go by and you feel nothing. You are getting frustrated. You open your eyes. It's been two hours. Can we take a break? You'll never be able to harness this energy without patience, Garrick. I have patience. It's been a year and neither of us have been able to harness anything. I'm starting to think we never will. At this moment, Erwin's eyes begin to glow, and a spark of energy leaps from his hand and strikes the water not far away. After a moment, a dead fish floats to the surface. Erwin's eyes go back to their normal shade of blue. Erwin smiles from ear to ear. Wolf runs over to him and picks him up. You did it, Erwin! You did it! We're eating fish tonight! Wolf spins Erwin around. You are filled with a new emotion towards your brother. You are the eldest. You should have mastered this power first. <clears throat> Later that night, you are back at the cabin that you live in now. And a large meal has been prepared by Hog for tonight. Rooster and Rabbit spend the evening getting drunk. They keep congratulating Erwin over and over again. Your temper begins to simmer. You barely touch your portion of the fish that Erwin killed. This is the night Erwin is given his real name. Wolf names him Tuna. Your temper bubbles over at this point. You go outside for a walk, but you end up trying to train. You focus all your energy on one spot on the ground. Nothing happens. You scream out of frustration. Sort it all. You spend the next six months training relentlessly. Still no spark. Fuck me, I guess. But that was your life, yeah. Okay, it's about noon. I can't say two. That that would be the end of the shift. That would be eight hours. Uh.
So did we just wake up from the dream? So it's me. Or you're saying we had our shift and we're at the end of that shift. Mm-hmm. So it's time for us to go to sleep. Yes, because something. you already started your shift with Simon. Okay. He had his own thing. Okay. Okay. So it's the end of our shift mm-hmm. of eight hours. And when you, when, if you go to check on him, uh-huh. let's say around noon, uh-huh. what you see is that his eyes are glowing, little sparks are coming off. But he's raised, he's floating about an inch off the bed. This is some exercise oh, shit. Oh, we do have here. Is there hairy? But he looks fine. Like, is he shaking or something? He's just nope. lifted off yep. still. <laughs> like. Okay, <laughs> 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 I'm excited they are. I yeah. think killing the Minotaur, like, <laughs> really, really went to fucked the with this guy. <laughs> Hopefully in a good way, but we'll just keep checking on him, I guess. <laughs> Someone around there, I've heard of this. It's the curse of the Minotaur. If you do kill him, you're cursed for eternity. <laughs> this is the curse! <sighs> Okay, um, <laughs> oh no, we used all our rope. I was like, should we tie a rope to you in case you float around? <laughs> like, have to watch you. <laughs> like, the ship's <laughs> rocking, I'm yeah, just, like, you standing right in one spot, and it's just hitting me, like, yeah. <laughs> so I push him down, he just comes back up. That's what I imagine. Just keep pushing him down. <laughs> well, that's what I was just saying. I was like, do we have any rope to tie him just so we don't lose him? <laughs> Hi, no, I I'm doing it just for my own amusement. <laughs> well, so it's not playtime right now. One of us has to stay up. Okay, I can do it. I was gonna ask if you wanted to Rochambeau for it. Rochambeau? Rochambeau. I know this game called Rock, Paper, Scissors. Do you want to get that a try? Okay. Rock, Paper, Scissors, shoot. I'm going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, you're on deck. Miles goes down below. Um, Did you want to try to catch some fish? I know it's two, but by the time... I think we've left the net out, haven't we, Mm -hmm. for like a day? Yeah. You should probably check that. Yeah, I'll check that. Grab some wawa. Wawa? It's about two... The shift change will be at 10 at night. So we just have to figure out your meal for the day. Um, I'll just eat one of my rations before I go to bed. because Will you enough. subtract one for Miles? Huh. Seven. You are not able to catch in a fish. Throw the net back down. Damn. It might be because we're close to shore now. Um, at about 8 p.m., it's dark at this point. You're on deck with uh, Malite and Simon. And very strangely, a snow starts to fall down onto the ship. 
a light snow. Um, and it has a purple hue. You turn to tell Simon how strange this is, but you see that him and Melite are not moving. They're frozen. A vet? Trigger! A vet? Trigger! A vet? Trigger! And then you two, overhead you start to hear Raven cough. Sword, mm -hmm. just kind of slowly pacing the deck. You hear one call in particular. That is louder than the others. And you see a shadow in the sky of a giant raven, large in size, probably two chairs of this size, but with wings, wingspan, four. It flies overhead above the ship, circling. Draw my sword. It lands on the ship. A small girl who looks about eight is riding the beast. She wears an all black leather ensemble with a pendant on her chest of a purple raven. She has silver hair that she wears in pigtails and she wears a cape made of raven feathers. She looks at you with your sword drawn and says, how dare you? Holds her hand out and you can feel and see a stream of purple energy leave your body. You fall to the ground, knees first. You feel extremely weak because there is no magic running through your veins. <clears throat> Where have you been? Have you been hiding from me? And to draw your sword, that little old me. What magic did you use to keep yourself this hidden? Oh my God. She runs to you and kneels next to you and takes your hand in hers and says, Are you trying to break our pact? What is going on? What? What is going on? I'm sorry, I have no memory of who you are. I don't have much of those. Period. You, you don't remember me? Can't say I do. But, but, but I'm, I'm your queen. I'm the one who makes you powerful. You need me, buddy. I'm in a lot of pain right now, and I see that. You see tears start to well in the little girl's eyes, and she says, Stupid Clotho. She has always tried to run from her own fate. You know, 
Death waits for us all, little raven. She pats your hand. I get the feeling that I know you, and I'm trying. I understand. Your stupid mother, she cut all your memories away and didn't think to leave the most important one. Me! <sighs> but if you meet Clotho, you know she's a little... <laughs> Don't I know that? Don't I know that? Well, you and I have had a pact that goes back ages. Ages? Ages. I've missed you a great deal. She gives you a big hug around your neck. And I guess I miss your mother too. She's the one who first introduced us. You were so young the first time we met. And you needed a lot of help. <laughs> I complain about her a lot, but she's a good lady. Come to think of it, I haven't seen her in months either. You know who else I miss? And she kind of looks off into the distance. Alistair. I miss him every day. As she says this, she grows into a grown woman. Her hair leaves the pigtails and goes to her waist. Her armor turns into a black dress, Morticia style. Her pendant becomes a necklace and her cape turns into a shawl. What? You won't remember this without your memories, but you once made a pact to serve me. A mark I give would have shown this, but I suppose the loss of memory severed that tie and caused the mark to disappear. She grabs your hand and is looking at the back side of it, confused. I must have lost a few things, <laughs> but a promise given should be a promise kept. You know what runs in your blood. Your great-grandfather was the first person I ever gave my gift to. The power that I give could even be called a family trait. I needed him to be stronger to help me win in a battle against Norel. Now, I need you to once again take the pact and help me defeat another who is avoiding fate by using an army of the dead. At this, she turns back into a child, pigtails and all. Two things I hate, bringing the dead back to life and avoiding death yourself. How do you feel about making sure the dead stay dead? or that mortals follow their fate. Fate shouldn't be escaped. Even without your memories, you're still the same. She grabs your hand again. 
So is it a deal? Will you make a pact with me again? I will give you power you never imagined. And in return, all you must do is stay loyal to me. She puts her hand out. Pick my sword back up. Put it into the ground, knight style. Instead of two knees, put one up. So long as you can forgive my accidental leave of absence. I vow to be yours once more. I can, will be your hand, your eyes and ears, your tool of reach upon this world. All is forgiven, little raven. She puts her hand out for you to take. And when she grabs your hand to shake you, she pulls you in close and puts her other hand on, your, on the back of your hand. And at this, she transforms into an elderly woman wearing a large cloak made of raven feathers. She turns her hand over in yours and puts her other hand on top of yours. You see a purple glow of light between your hands and you feel a surge of power, stronger than what you even had before. When she removes her hand, you see an intricate design with a raven etched into your skin. If you want to describe the design. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, kind of hard to describe. Um, you can, you don't have to. I, you don't have to describe it. No, it's fine. It's just a very, uh, almost like a summoning circle. It's got six different points on it. Mm -hmm. um, and then three of the points make up the tips of the two wings and then the bottom of the tail. Um, and like kind of the centerpiece of it is a outstretched raven. A blade is connected to that mark. It was your great-grandfather Alistair's blade. Try to summon it. Lightsaber noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. When you summon it, uh, can you describe the appearance of the blade? So the sword itself is made of a uh it, it looks like a almost like an obsidian obsidian just jet black rough cut stone um as you reach closer to the handle and cross guard there is a more it's a silvered inlay design of uh, a raven's feather coming up probably about a third of the way up the blade um the front of the cross guard is a raven's head and then its tail going out the back as it spirals in this intricate metalwork um still silver into the handle 
and comes back out again as the pommel is back to obsidian. And it has this kind of frosty glow of a violet, like purple energy. Um, yeah. At this, she turns back into a little kid and goes, how does it feel? I could, could cut down a mountain. found it. Yeah, I know. I love it. I think it's absolutely stunning. Um, so then after you tell her how it feels, she goes, you know, I tried to send you a gift. I could sense your energy faintly. I thought you were trying to run from me. So I sent you a gift to see if you were still with me. Even without your memories, you were still loyal and took the gift. Do you know what I'm talking about? Fuck. Um, are you talking about Ezekiel? <laughs> and at that, she transforms into a woman again. Yes. The egg, little raven. I sent it to you. It was very easy. A little too easy. You see, there was this man walking to Crete. He was eating corn, and I smelled on him a harpy's egg. He reeked of a harpy's nest. Here he was, just a walking target, just whistling and eating corn. While he slept, I simply swapped the eggs. He never noticed. I thought I would find you sooner, but a strong magic hangs over that city. May I see the egg? Uh, turn around pocket campsite out onto the deck. <gasps> I keep what is this? in here for safekeeping. This is our uh, home away from home. I grab Ezekiel out of the tent and collapse the campsite. A friend gave that to us. That is odd magic. Very strange. She holds the egg and closes her eyes, and it starts to glow. When she is done, the egg is no longer red. It is purple. This creature will be binded to you for life. Just like my Kopaki. In the large raven, it opens its beak, and instead of a caw, you hear, Oh, mistress, stop it. You ruffle my feathers. <laughs> a memory comes back to you, and you remember that with this power, you are able to understand and converse with all raven-like creatures. Fuck yeah! Uh, so, God, what are they called? Ravens? Yeah, but I assume you mean, like, 
my crow lock too. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's a type of bird that ravens like fall under and I can't remember what they're called off the top of my head. Yeah, you can speak with the crow too and the ravens and uh, what are they called? There is a word for that. It starts with a C. Little raven. Corvid. Corvids. Okay, yes, you're able to speak to all corvid creatures. Little raven. Along with this power comes a price. You must do something for me. But of course. There is a woman who has amassed a large army comprised of the living dead. Jesus Christ. Her name is Mel Pomene. Can you please spell that for me? M-E-L-P-O-M-E-N-E. -E. She is one of the nine muses. She is known as the Muse of Tragedy. She lives in a mountain peak above a town called Melos. This town worships her and gives her sacrifices for this army she is amassing. No soul from Melos is able to travel to the other side. I need you to destroy her to bring that corner of the world back into balance. If she has not stopped, her army could take over the world. Do you accept the challenge? It will be done, my lady. I will send Raven messengers your way to stay in contact with you on this plane. If you succeed, little Raven, then I will give you a memory that I have hoarded away. These are things I collect, you know. She kisses your cheek. Now, I must leave, for there are many souls that need to be escorted to the next realm. At this, she transforms back into a little child. She climbs onto the raven's back. Good luck, my little raven warrior. And she flies off into the night. Welcome to level three, buddy. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> I'm so fucking happy about that, Harley. <laughs> Jesus. When you were like, she's a little girl, I was like, okay, I like that take. I can. And then she changed. I was like, oh, fuck, it's father time, but it's the death lady. <laughs> so we're at 10 p.m., Okay. Good. Changing shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go check on him, he's still an inch above the bed. Where I left him. Is my head spinning yet? No. Is the vomit coming Vomit out? everywhere. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Oh my god, why was there gurgling? <laughs> why was there physical insertion? <laughs> it was ectoplasmic. So much. <laughs> Will you close that door, Coco? Yeah. You're a door! You're a bitch!
You got eye boogies in your eyebrows. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bandage my hand. Okay. Well, something happened. I, do I see? So this is when your your swap in shifts. I mean, you can see a bandage on his hand. What happened? I just rope slip. Must have been the sharp rope. Uh, it's just the bone. Huh. Just kind of blistered. Okay. Who were you with? Who was on your team? I think Simon. And Simon. And Simon is exhaustion. He's done two shifts in a row. Yeah. yeah. So Simon definitely has to go back to bed. Uh-huh. You're no, with Miles. Go over there. Um, Malite offers to stay up. If you want to go take Should a rest. I'm going to try and get Ferret to eat and drink something. Oh, that's right. We have to figure out rations for the day. Oh, no. We did that, didn't we? Yeah. I okay. ate mine. Yeah. Cool beans. Never mind. Forget it. So it's you, Malite, and Miles. 10 p.m. You got the night shift. Right. You're just dribbling me. No. 6 a.m. is when you switch again. I was saying again. earlier, I'm like, I feel like we should do something, just but I think he just drowned. <laughs> yeah. Or I was like, when you turn someone's head, then I was like, it'll just fall out. Or can we tip him up? But if we touch him, we get shocked. So. You do get shocked every time you touch him. Is it like a fun shock? Or nope. is it like a... Oh, have you, okay, have you ever like touched... A, uh, have you ever touched an outlet it? when you're not supposed no. to touch it? You know what I mean? Like if the thing's off and all the wires are hanging out, and you're like, I'll just touch this. No big deal. Can't say I have. Okay, well, you I have. My mom shocked. took all the wires was, out at one of her outlets at her house, and I touched it, and she was like... And it it hurts. It is not fun. Yeah! yeah. I didn't know Damn if it, it was like one of those candy bar things. Remember those growing up? Those little hacks yeah, of gum? Think that <laughs> is, like, wrap it. Yeah, think like that, those that. pens, those shock pens. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Sure. I mean, but those aren't fun. Yeah. But like I think that, it's more of the harder. suspense where it makes you anxious, but you're kind of like, huh, huh, oh. But then once you held on, pen. like once you realize what's happening, you hold on to it, you're like, huh. Hey, check out this yeah. pen that I yeah, got. Like that, like, yeah, like that. That's a cool crack. pen. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, try writing with it. And All I was just the way like, up your arm. Type of and I just held my thumb over it and just stared at him. And he's like, and I'm like, I've known about this for like three fucking classes now, Derek. Stupid Derek. Stupid fucking Derek. <laughs> I have ten to six. Anything I'm you want to do? Um. So, Malite, I haven't really talked with you. What's up, gal? I mean, I am on a ship with people I barely know. Uh, And I I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. And I'm tired. It's a fair assessment. (laughs) But, like, anything... So, you know Charles? I don't know Charles. Oh. I know his family. Oh. What's up with his family? What would you like to know? He's just a very quiet guy. When we try to talk to him about it, he just kind of moves the subject along. Well, according to his family, Charles died at 10. Oh. That's not true. Clearly. Yeah. If he is who he says he is. Okay. I'll take that into consideration. Yes, my entire character profile is based on a lot. Impersonating a dead child. You have have multiple personality disorders. (laughs) I went Harley. He read it in the paper. My idea for this character is 
Awesome. Okay, what is it? So this noble kid dies at 10, right? <laughs> and I steal his identity. <laughs> cool, man. Let's movie. fucking do it. Because <laughs> then you finally get in, and then they're like, you know our son. They're like, yeah, fuck you. I am now. Ta-da! Ta-da! It's me, Anastasia. <laughs> um, oh cool, good talk, good talk. His, his, um, I will tell you this. Oh, okay. It's me, Charles Grace. His older brother, <laughs> his name is Titus. Mm-hmm. Titus. He runs... I was going to make a sexual joke. That's my second brother. He runs... He runs the part of the military I work for. Oh? He's a very good-looking man. Oh, okay. I've been pining after him for a while. And then he sent me off on some mission in godforsaken Crete, where we're not even at war with them anymore because they keep telling me we just need the upper hand with every fucking country. So I'm sent to the other side of the fucking world. And by the time I return, I'll probably be married to some young Betty while I keep aging. So needless to say, I've been pining after him for a while. Okay. Like, go have some fun, you know? Gal, he's probably gay. (laughs) Titus? Yeah, you never know. Oh, I know. Oh, so you did? A few times. Oh, okay, good for you. Was it good? Very good. Okay. But he said he's not looking for anything serious right now. Uh. That's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Adrian. Nick? Yeah, Nick. <laughs> it's totally Nick. Nick. We're at like uh, oh, four in the morning. You got about two more hours of your shift. <laughs> Did you start turning <laughs> blue and hairy? <laughs> Did you get... Big red shoes. No. <laughs> He's just hovering in an inch off his bed. Glowing. His eyes are open and glowing gold, and little sparks are everywhere. Um, You're asleep, but Malite uh, tells the story. Do you have any. Assassins. So, are you human? I'm trying to figure out who everyone is, because we were talking outside, I'm like... I think I am. Okay. As far as I know, I'm human. Okay. How old are you? 27. Oh, okay. You're so young. Hmm. So, so young. Really? Because I can feel my eggs freeze-drying in my body. Oh, you have some time, sister. Trust me, I'm I'm too fitty. (laughs) But you're a dwarf. Yeah, I'm... Time moves differently for dwarves. That's true. I've fought many. Oh? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we can have a battle, like, for funsies later. Like, for funsies. One-on-one. Like a fun battle. Hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. Oh, honey. Preferably naked in a bed. Don't call me honey. I'm older than you. Okay. (laughs) We'll plan to have a duel. All right. Maybe once we reach land and I'm not as nauseous and tired. There. New social security number okay. Okay. So, so we're at six a.m. Aprilios thirtieth. Still just following the shoreline. Mm-hmm. There's been no breaks of oh, 
Hold still. Cliffs, a hundred feet there. Okay. Sonic. Do you know where your map is? I can show you where you are in your map. I know I got to do this with Sharpie. Crevice there. Oh, we'll have to discuss my map viewing again because I don't remember. Yeah. I'm, I'll also <gasps> outline that in Sharpie for you so that the lines are darker. Okay. Oh, and I, like that's only part shadows. of the continent outline because. Right. Because it's only as I can see it yeah. or as we're coming up to it. Okay. Uh, I guess it's my turn to stay up. Right? You it's said AM? shift change? Yeah, okay, it's 6 a.m. It should change. 6 oh, a.m. in the morning, so April 30th. Yeah. So I'll stay on, and then Miles and... Don't tell me I'm going to get it. Malite are going to go to bed. Miles and Malite? Yeah. And then Simon's up, too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Simon, Charles, and... Um, Charles and... About 10 a.m.? Do you guys want to do anything before 10 a.m.? Do we want to check the fish again? Well, we need to do that regardless. I'll check the fish. Hopefully, I'll roll yeah. higher than that guy. Fishies. Oh. Oh, and 17. That was... Damn it. Fishies. 18. Plus, wait, actually, I don't think I have a... I think I lied the last time, but it didn't help me at all. Yeah, plus zero. So, 18. You catch eight fish. Excellent. Here you go, everybody. A fish for you. A fish for you. <laughs> Fish for me. And you get a fish. And you, you get a fish. And face. you get a fish. <laughs> it just falls down slowly like the slime of it. I like to think that under the glow, you're fully conscious and your it's eyes like, are moving around, but you're right. just like in a state of par paralysis. That's so scary. Okay. 10 a.m. Event. Triggered. Triggered. Event. Triggered. Event. Triggered. Go. Get out of here, guys. It's you and me early, then. I thought it was my turn. That's why I stayed... Oh, Ty's got a lot. I feel like I gave you a good hint, Mac. And you are not getting the hint at all. <laughs> I took something from you in the beginning of the session, and I wrote on it, and I gave it back to you. I'm going to tune to my stone. Well, you can't right now because I'm doing something, but... <laughs> It's okay, I wouldn't have thought of it either. Damn it, you guys. <laughs> that goes the rest of the campaign at level two. Was that too much? Was that? <laughs> no, no, no. It really no. isn't, and that's why I chose the easiest thing for me to understand for my leveling up, because all the others sounded super cool, but when I was reading what you could do, I'm like, I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> like, while we're doing stuff, we'd be like... memory, Garrick is 10 and Tuna is 8. After dinner, you pretend to go to bed, like you do every night. You wait until you hear Tuna begin to snore, and then you sneak out of the room. You slowly tiptoe past the other rooms in the house. You take off in a sprint once you are out of the house. 
When you reach a large mushroom tree in the forest, you scurry to the top of it. You gaze out over the mushroom forest. In the distance, you can see the largest gnome city in the world. Its lights shine bright. You climb down and find a seated position at the base of the tree. You focus. You breathe in and out. You try to feel the energy in the air. You feel it. The energy of the universe lives all around you. You reach out in front of you. You hear a footstep down on something with a crunch noise. You open your eyes and it's Tuna standing in front of you. How is the training? Fine. Can I help? I don't need your help. You mad at me. I'm not. You stand and push Tuna to the ground. Leave me alone. You take off running. Tuna gets up and starts to follow, but he has always been slower than you. He shouts as loud as he can from a distance. Garrick, wait for me. You slow down. Tuna catches up, but is breathing heavily. I wish I'd never gotten this stupid power. I hate it. You never want to play with me anymore. I hate it so much. Don't say that. That power is what will help us get by in this world. You need it. You just don't need me. What? I do. No, you don't. I used to protect you and now... Now you can protect yourself. I do need you. He goes over to you and wraps his arms around you. You're my brother. You try to push him away, but he grips tighter. His eyes begin to glow and you can feel the energy radiate within him. You loosen up. You hug him back. Tuna begins to cry. Soon you too begin to cry. I love you, brother. I love you too. Tuna pulls away and begins to wipe his eyes. Your hands are dirty, so you use your sleeve. Can I train with you? Yes. Tuna, I promise to get stronger. I know you will. I am going to protect you again. I know. You and Tuna begin to train together every night. Tuna gives you a few pointers, and within two weeks, you are able to form the disc of energy. When you show Wolf, he begins to howl out of excitement. Oh, I always knew it was inside of you. I knew you'd be able to harness the energy. Some of us just take a little longer to get to the destination. Wolf plans a feast for your new name day. Wolf allows you to drink ale for the first time that night. Hog is hesitant at first, but Wolf insists. Wolf names you Ferret for your agility. You have always been the quickest climber. Everyone embraces you that night. Tuna beams with pride. Near the end of the night, Wolf stands up and clinks his glass. Tonight, we have a new member among our ranks. <laughs> and now, we are finally ready to make a move. Wolf... <laughs> begins to cough into a hanky. You see a flash of blood on the gray-colored cloth. We are moving to telekinesis. Ah! Ah! There, my friends, 
we will become rich. This is just the first step in making the Guild of the Blink world-renowned. You are filled with joy. You love these men. They are your family. Welcome to level three. Um, we'll go over more. We'll have a session zero together before the next session on what you get at level. Yeah, about 2 p.m. You guys are about to do a, a switch. Well, I just remembered on the boat to the island. You said you, we, we said that we would talk. Hey, guys. Questions. I'm going to attune to this thing that I found in the maze. Was that enough? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> do you want to tell them what it is, or... Do you guys know what it is? She no, I haven't told them. I guess I don't need to keep knows. it secret. Oh, okay. Yeah, perfect. I found this. I. You don't have to tell them what it is. You told us it's a black stone, and I figured mm -hmm. we saw it as you it pulled is, it yeah, out of it. It is, yeah. It's a good size. Yeah, it's a stone. The things you don't have stones? to explain it, babe. I kind of do now because okay, it could yeah. help us. I, I know I keep stuff secret, and then I'm like, why? It literally doesn't mean anything. Uh, Well, this does, but not to my character. So I have this stone that... Uh, as black as you can see, as night itself. And once per week, I can throw it at a creature, and if I hit it, <laughs> it vanishes. So. And goes away. Into darkness. Take like five steps back. I'm not going to hit, well, if you keep annoying me and double cross, you're not double crossing me, but you're making me mistrust you, especially with my lack of trust in humans. <laughs> like you're making it very where, difficult. I want to know where it goes. That's actually why I came to find you. You said that we had some things that you might want to talk about. Yeah, I just feel like I don't really know that much about you. And then and I. when I try to talk about it, you don't. And I understand we were in an area that maybe you don't want to talk about stuff, but also we're on a boat in the middle of nowhere. Let me make There's sure. a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> we're by a body of make land. Make sure I'm not saying anything I don't know. And I feel like I've been very sharing of my information. Because we're a team, you know? So I would hope to build trust. We would all share our information. Okay, so I don't other. know how many siblings I have. Based on this. I am... a younger prince. And from what I have gathered, quite down the line to be crowned, but nonetheless, I'm the son of the king of Athens. Where's Athens? Well, that's where Melita is from. Mm -hmm. Apparently where I'm from. She said that it was a month's journey, not by boat, from Crete. 
So I do not know where it is in particular. Um, the only thing that I really have is this. A letter from this my father. Is, this is what you found when you when you came out of when I woke up. When we yes. woke up from not having memories? In Oya. Dearest son, you have now reached the age of manhood, and it is with a heavy heart that I put you in more capable hands. When I was ten, my father also sent me out into the world to learn more about it. At ten? Damn. You had to grow up so fast back then. The only difference here, my son, was that I was next in line for the throne. You have brothers ahead of you for that title. I do believe that this is the best decision for you. This land will only hold you back. You have such gifts, gifts that I never understood. Your mother would have understood these gifts better than I. God rest her soul. Oh, your mom died. Truly, I am doing this for your own protection. Your gifts do not fit this society. The church tried to help me when it began, but with each passing year, you grew stronger. Strength scares the weak. Sorry, I'm a slow eater, guys. So am okay. I. If I am able to give you one shred of advice, that it is to be strong, yet hide your true strength. This is how I run my kingdom. I never show my full strength. I do not want them to fear me by knowing what I am. But when the time is right, I maintain my power through my hidden strengths. Oh, so you're probably a very strong, what do you call it, wizard? Um, something like that. Okay. I haven't quite figured it out. That's the only term that I know for someone who can have magic? I'm a mage of some sort. Okay. Now on to the giant. I know you are fond of my prize, but like I have told you before, this creature is mine. I do not think you will be capable of returning for it, but just in case this thought crosses your mind, do not. I will not hand him over. Onto the giant. Wait, Apparently my father's been known to conquer the local giant populace. Oh. This may seem heartless, but again, I do this for your own good, my son. I think in time you will see this. A little separation between you and the creature will show this. You were lonely and formed a bond. That is all. I hope you are not lonely in the next part of your life. Sincerely, your father, King John Oliver Grayson. I'm still skeptical because everyone's telling me that I died, but based on that, I was banished. 
Um, and if you look at the top of that letter, this is really says, sad. I don't know what to. Uh, so you got a lot of power. So hopefully we'll start seeing it come about. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't mean to just like carelessly toss it. That's obviously very precious. Fuck your to only you. possession Fuck from your, your father. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a lot to unpack there. So, what are your thoughts so far from what you've heard from Lucius? It's hard to trust him now, of course, but he has personal experiences. But they're swayed in his mind, of course, to keep in mind. Well, based off that dream... That we just saw, or a couple nights just, ago? That we just had, mm -hmm. that all of us had together. I assume the Raven Warrior was from Athens. And if that is who purchased... Is that your sigil? Okay, right in a sense, yes. Okay. Is so I have a, a, a ring with my family crest on it. What is the family crest? Is it like because I thought it was the gray stallion? Um, yours is yes, it is the gray stallion for the Grayson family. Mm -hmm. Okay. From when you tried the Trojan stallion um, in there. But I will say this: in the dream, I said soon to be king, the Raven Warrior. Yes. This was probably before he had a sigil. I think if you were the one purchased by the Raven Warrior, you and I have met before. And at the top of this letter, place you in better care. Banished me. I have an inkling that you were charged with watching over me. Oh. How, how do we think that turned out? Well, we're still together and we're still alive. Okay, so I'll take well, that as a plus. Considered. Yeah, sorry, you're welcome. Anyways, I'm gonna go check on the, the glowing one and probably go fasten down some knots. Good call. Um, but we'll reconvene and process mm -hmm. this. this is I hope... I can ease some, that. I can ease some of your suspicions, and that you might trust me a little more now. Uh, for yes, for now we will we will move forward. It's two p.m. We're swapping. Aprilios thirtieth, two p.m. Your group is done. Or wait, were you you were out with Melite, so your group is it done. Was yeah. That wait. You, me, and Melita are up. Cause Simon pulled two straight through. I just pulled my two straight throughs. Okay. So no, I'm going to bed. No, I pulled straight through. Yeah, I thought it was. I, no, it's I'm totally about her. To take two straight. Yes. Through. Okay. Yeah. It's totally her. Yep. Cause that's why I thought when she was like. Yeah, I'm. I'm going on my double now, and I want to check on him first. Okay. I'll let you go check on him first Still before, same. right before you swap with her. Okay, still same, floating eyes. No, he's not. He's asleep. Like this. And should we wake him? He's not floating. His eyes aren't open. I'm gonna. Yeah, to, to, touch him. Check no sparks. Fever. It feels like the fever has broke. I uh, look at the glass of water I left next to his bed. Is it still full? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get him some fresh ones. 
And then I'll head back up. Okay. He's swapping, um, I think you were with Malite and Miles. Or Simon, who was on a second stretch. No, because it was... Simon had gone to bed. Shit, I really gotta be writing this down. I guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Too They're much gonna rotate. It doesn't matter. We'll just say, I, th- I, know, Malita, I know Malita and I need to go to bed. Because her and I were talking. So then it'll so. be you, it'll be you, Miles, and Simon. Okay. So you're going to bed. Yeah. Okay. Are you attuning with the stone? Yes. Okay. So right before bed, Lee takes 30 minutes to attune with the stone of night that she found within the Minotaur's intestines. Avit! Triggered! Avit! Triggered! Avit! Triggered! I'm so triggered right now. Get out! Report. <laughs> when Lee attunes to the Stone of Night, she triggers a memory. You are transported to the edge of a large forest. You are 120 years old. You can smell the aftermath of a rainstorm. It is warm, but not hot. Standing in front of you is an old, hunched-over woman, your fate mother, Atropos. So, I just walk around in this forest until I meet an animal? There is more to it than that. You must enter the forest with an open heart, because now there must be space in it for two. You will not find the animal. The animal will find you. It will accept you as its other half, and if you accept it in return, it will share some of its gifts with you. This animal will become your spirit guide. It will protect you and inspire you. Why are you making that face? It doesn't sound real. It sounds like a fairy tale you tell children, and I am no child. This has been your response to everything I have told you since coming to the Republic. That cannot be possibly true. But it is always true. I have shown you time and time again that most children's tales are based on something real, something substantial. Have I ever steered you wrong? No. And I thought you wanted more strength to kill the Grey Prince. I do. All right, then start trusting me. I know you have been crossed in the past, but you and I are the same, child. I could never cross you. Lee lowers her head as a sign of respect. I am sorry, Atropos. Please explain it to me again. Enter the wood with an open heart. This forest is full of beasts that I have raised myself. These beasts are unlike any in the mortal world. They contain raw magic. Magic from my people of whom I am the last. My ancestors paved this path and I once walked it. But that was a different lifetime, a different existence. This is just an imitation of that life. Now it is your turn to walk in my footsteps. This is my gift to you. Atropos turns her back to you and stares at the woods. 
I hope one day your talents will rival mine. She begins to morph into a wolf and then runs into the woods. You enter the woods. You spend days alone, hunting, walking, and searching. Yue, 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 stop, Yue. <laughs> Is it you, eh? Yeah, she's just like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was her. Yeah. Her meow. Yeah, what? what? It's Me? Cute. It's cute. She can sit. You enter the woods. You spend days alone, hunting, walking, and searching. On the fourth day, you are deep in the woods. And as you progressed each day, the trees got larger and larger. On this, the fourth day, the trees are so large that they block out most of the sunlight. Around noon, it begins to rain. You see a clearing in the woods and you walk towards it. The rain has never bothered you. You like the way it feels on your skin. It's always made you feel alive. You spent so many years as a child in the dark that the rain makes you feel a part of the earth itself. When you walk out into the, into the clearing, you see that it is a small outcrop of stone that looks out over the forest. You walk all the way to the edge and you look, you look out at the vast wood in front of you. You think to yourself, how? How did my mother create such a beautiful, abundant land? How does she have the power to do this? As you are standing there on the edge, contemplating life, before you know it, a giant bear head is peering over the outcrop of stone and looking at you. The rain continues to pour as the two of you make eye contact. Time slips by. You breathe in unison with the bear. You can see your breath on the wind. You can see the bear's breath leave its nostrils. They swirl together between you, a dwarf and a bear in unison, 
breathing as one. The bear is the size of a hill. It raises a paw and touches your chest with the very tip of its claw. Your back arches back and your eyes turn milky white. As the bear pulls its claw away from you, you feel something inside of you, a newfound strength. Your skin feels thicker. You touch your neck and feel an amulet. It's made of bear bone and it is carved to look like a bear. begins to let out roars. It turns and goes back into the wood and you are standing there finally understanding what your mother meant when she said that you must accept the animal and it must accept you in return. That's the end of your memory. I was just in such a rush to read everything that I didn't even take notes on what stuff meant. I just know that I don't take damage during reading. Hey, welcome to level three. Yeah, thanks. So um, we're going to take, so we're going to, we'll go up, we'll have a session zero between us that kind of talks about what you get at this level. Okay. But the big thing right now is just your hit points. So you have 22 hit points now. And you can talk to bear-like creatures and bears. So 10 p.m. would be the next sh shift. So you have ten to t you have two to ten. Is there anything you want to do? Grab me another glass of wine. Me too, please. Uh, it's in the fridge. Thanks. It's empty. It's just us no. My guys. Chardonnay's in the door. Hmm? It's just us guys. Yep. Hey, you guys! No, not really. No. Nothing I can do. <laughs> Nothing I want to do. Goonies? Goonies. Goosebumps. There is a we movie We should watch Goosebumps. Goosebumps. There is a movie. There's, I think it's a TV show. There's a movie now with Jack Black. Dude, that's Goosebumps too. Okay. Well, okay, we, we got to finish this session. Yeah. Two to ten. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Okay. 10 p.m. You guys switch. You got Malite. Who wants to stay up? Simon offers. Yep. Okay, so Simon, Malite, and you. 10 p.m. I'm having some weird dreams on this boat. How about you all? They just kind of look at you. Okay. <laughs> Simon, you can tell. Um, stayed up because he wanted to be with Malite. 
And he's kind of like following her around, talking to her. He's pulling a Kenny. It's three days after the love of his life died. Yeah, he's telling her about the love of his life. He's He's like, gotta fuck anybody. (laughs) It's true. He's a virgin. Simon's a virgin. I mean, old age of you got Arlo like Uh, that. (laughs) Was that your first time? Charles is a fucking mouth. That's true. Based on the performance, fuck no. That's true. Or it could have just been that. No, I don't believe in that. Is Charles worried that Arlo is going to her death? Yeah. (laughs) Just curious. Take care of herself. She's strong. Saying bye was hard. Oh, you didn't even do anything. That's why. Because it was hard. 10 to 6 a.m. Anything you want to do? Okay. So this is our wine inventory we have left. Tis why it's I, opened. I don't. They're not really a chatty bunch, and he seems to really want to get on board that. So I'll just uh, <coughs> do my thing. Okay. Wait, where was Simon born? Hey, Simon. Hey. Uh, where, where are you from? You're from Crete. No. I am from Oya. Oh, that little town? Yes. Oh, okay. Did you meet... I'm sorry, I forgot her name. <laughs> it's on my sheet, so. I know. It's been so long since we've seen her. Abel. Abel, thank Abel. you. Did you meet Abel there? Was it something important? No. Okay, it's fine. Abel? Yes. Oh, yes, I've... I've... <laughs> Known her my whole life. We went to school together. Oh, okay. She's a good lady. Sweethearts? No. Huh? It was childhood sweethearts with Sassone. What? You you did not... So you grew up with her, but you weren't like lovey-dovey then? Hassone? No. Hassone is the girl that died in the labyrinth that we buried. Abel is the innkeeper from Oya. Oh. I was talking about the one who died. Okay. What about that Abel? Huh? She's very nice. She's fine. I'm never going back there, so it does not matter Probably at this true. point. Yeah. Hey, you've been so lovey-dovey now. Now that you have your lonesome time, huh? We will make it to the new town, and I will find a new path. Okay. Uh, good talk, buddy. Um, 6 a.m. Aprilios 31st. The last day of April. We should have a party. With what? I don't know. We have no food. I was just going to say an orgy. <laughs> we have no food. Any alcohol on this ship. It'd just be a weird orgy, right? Never mind. We're at which day? Aprilio's 31st. 6 a.m. You're probably waking up to relieve her. Do you want to check on him? Yeah. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Hey, Charles. 
good to see you're awake and not glowing anymore. But usually glowing is a compliment, but you really freaked us out. <laughs> Lee just comes down. She knows you guys are awake and wants to <laughs> be in the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit terrifying rediscovering yourself. Oh, that was deep, the guy. He's <laughs> not wrong. Pass are catching up with us quickly. And he's still only. It's just the tip of the iceberg. That it is. That it is. Do we want to hug it out? Please don't touch me. Well, I'm a little nervous too, because you give us a big shock. Theoretically and physically. And you were. Quite Let's physically. Keep that distance. I feel like if anyone touches me, I'm gonna catch fire. Oh, do you want the, some water splashed on you? Should we should we dip you in the ocean? We can just drag you behind. We can just you, <laughs> yeah, we can just set you nicely in the net where it's kind of like a like a swing, and just do and hot. pop you back up. Responsibilities to take care of. I'm actually going to bed. Oh. Me too. Wait, no. Am I going to bed? No, I'm actually just. You're yeah. waking you just got up. up. Fuck. I was waking you up, and you're like, "I'm gonna go check just, on him." I and I walked you. upstairs, and I was, I was like, testing. "I should also go check on him." And then I came down. It's <laughs> <laughs> testing you. I just want to go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want any? We left some food and water next to you when you need it. I'm gonna try eating it and all that. Nom, 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 nom. Mm, turkey. Ah! Here, can we remember what it's like to be sick and I don't want to be sick? <laughs> or like nothing is satisfying? Like you're trying to just yeah. take care of yourself? <laughs> <laughs> like okay. I have to put things in me because I need to survive. Yeah. Not exactly. because I want this. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, uh... Get back. Let us know if you need something. Yeah. My head up. Okay. And you go to bed? I'm going to bed. He <laughs> <laughs> just, just goes around announcing everything <laughs> he's doing. I'm brushing my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I am reading book. Uh, two p.m. Six to two again. That's what I asked. Is that all? Um, Simon definitely had to go to bed. So Malite and Miles. Malite's pretty exhausted at this point because she's on her second shift. Time to shine. I'm royalty. And you I do really have to pee, though. Seed in this is frowned upon? Now is when you pull that card. You don't know that. <laughs> You're on a boat. On a boat. Bitch. Motherfuckers no on a boat. Forget. This is the saddest cruise ship I've ever heard of. It really is. I would not want to be on this boat. <laughs> Dude, this is memory lane of sadness. <laughs> I actually don't. I rediscovered why it was that I was drinking. 
And I just want to drink again. I just want to drink more to make it go away. Now I've got pixie dust shooting out the end of my deck. <laughs> That'd be a pretty cool parlor trick. Do you guys want to <laughs> see something cool? <laughs> and you flash them, and you're like, no, no. I know why that would come off as creepy, but trust me. Yeah. Just like give your balls a Hey, just... hold on. <laughs> Got that one second. <laughs> Get like, Everyone just thinks like you're... a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> as gold. For the people that waited that long for you to drop your pants and give them a tug yeah. to see what would happen. Like, what the fuck is Shark Tank doing? He's just a flash, everybody. Take. Don't go to When he says he wants oh, to show you something cool. You find Malita. She's stuff. fucking with a mast. You need help? You know, I would say yes, but I don't think any of us know what we're doing, so I'm just tying the best knot that I can. That's what I've been doing this entire time as well. So. Excuse me. Sorry things didn't seem to go to plan and that getting you home is slowly looking more and more. Less and less achievable in the immediate time. Kid, you saved me from a minotaur. I was gonna die. I'm okay with where I am right now. So Simon. <laughs> no, Simon's with, oh no, Simon definitely went to bed. It's you, Miles, and Malite. Cause he was on two shifts straight. He... Seems to have taken a quite the liking to you, <laughs> despite the love of his life dying before him. True. Not too long ago. True. I could use a good fuck. I might sleep with him. What I am doing from here? From where? The ocean? What's your plan once we reach shore, once we get to town? I don't know. I don't know where we're going. Of course I want to get back to Athens. Someone I love is there. Really? Yes. Who? don't know if you remember him, because I don't really know if you are who you say you are. But if you are who you say you are, you have an older brother named Titus. Event. <laughs> no, there's no more. He Aww. he runs the military. <laughs> yeah, that last one, hundred percent. He runs the military. 
And he's run my heart for quite a few years. I don't remember my brother. And from what I've gathered, I, there's, I have many siblings. But I do hope that you make it back there and follow your heart and everything goes well. I hope so too, kid. Two p.m. That knot's getting a little loose, and I walk away. <laughs> Fuck you. Wait. Two p.m. Shift change. Yes. Damn it! I missed it. Oh yeah. I don't know if that'd be awkward. I think I'd be like, "Go for you, Charles." You. 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 She just you. told me she's trying to you. fuck my brother. Why would I go after that? Oh, she told you that. Okay. Yeah. She is. Hey, it's true. She is. I mean, good for her, right? <laughs> I mean, he sent her to a different continent. Uh, yeah. I, the fact that she's still wanting to pursue that after an obvious... Hey, I'm going to ship you where nowhere we need to go at all. <laughs> you not really a mission at all. It's none of our places. It's not my business. <laughs> and I gotta take my brother's side. For this fictional character. I know, we're, we're so worried about her. And it's like, meh. Okay. That's so um, funny. 2 p.m. Hello, I'm still up. You want to stay up? Oh, that bitch. Should we gossip about your older brother and Malite? So you both stay up. Malite goes to bed. Malite. Simon stays with you. Miles goes to sleep. So it's you guys and Simon for yeah. the next shift. Got it. I don't. You guys got to figure out dinner during this shift. Do we even want to bother checking? We gotta give it a it's shot, you know? the best that we have right now. Have more confidence we pulling that net up. we want to search Ferret and see if he's have some more hiding money. anything. Uh, 16. You catch six fish. All right. It's enough for everybody. Yeah. We also have two left over from the last haul. You do? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think. I When she said eight, I'm like, perfect. The right amount. <laughs> didn't even think we had two, actually. Okay. We should smoke it. Yeah. We don't really have anything else to eat it with, but... Pull out my cigarettes. I don't think smoking... It. I'm sorry, that's stupid. Shaman cigarettes! Shaman cigarettes. I love the attempts at a joke for a pun. Yeah, I thought it was just going to come to me and it didn't. I'm like, I, nope. yeah, I feel that later. Fail. Bail out. Bail out. Abort mission. Didn't jump out without a parachute. All right. Thanks for the... We got dinner. We got dinner for the day. Uh, how do you want to smoke this salmon? Um, I don't know. I just figured we'd make a fire, but then I now realize that we're on a wooden boat, and making a fire on a wooden boat probably isn't a good idea. I've kind of just been grilling these over like a... Torch. I've just been eating mine raw, like a smog, from, or not smog, like a the guy that's weird from The Hobbit in Lord of the Rings. Gollum? Gollum. Both. Gollum slash Smeagol. <laughs> but your idea sounds much better, so let's do that. This is why I do the cooking. 
Yeah. That's why I did not offer my cooking check? abilities. Oh. What? 22. Dude, oh. this caught fish with a rinky-dink net you guys made, grilled over a torch, is the best fish you've ever had. On a boat next to a cliff, and you have no fucking idea where you are. The or probably my years. perception of it, because we've been on a boat for four days, <laughs> is that it's immaculate. <laughs> this is way better than raw fish. It's way better than the way I was eating it. I will definitely give you props for that. Well, at least we have one small comfort. Yeah. Thank you. Well done, my friend. Yeah, of course. I would have punched you if it was... Cooked, overcooked. Oh, that's Probably the not. best thing to have after a four-day fucking cold. Are you just yelling from the basement? <laughs> <of> the <fish? laughs> just here, muffled. No, this is- um, we're at six p.m. You guys, the shift ends at ten. Uh, so I had the dream. Are you guys upstairs? Um, yes. Okay. So, I am really... <laughs> if we can never get off this Why aren't boat... you playing a bard? <laughs> For real. You've been singing like this entire fucking session. Uh, if we can get on land, I can make some beastly companions for us. In fact, I... I'm attuned. Am I using the right word? Attuned? Attuned. I think attuned is, yeah. Attuned is like. I have a tone for my actions. Yes. To bear animals. So, that'll help eventually. Not right now in our current circumstance, but down the line, you know, it'll come in hand. You must have had a lot of weird fucking dreams about this ship. I have. Well, actually, no, this is my first, we've had, I've had two, I guess. How many have you had? One. Just the one with Lucius? Oh, okay. You've had a lot of revelations as we've gotten to the boat, though. Mostly from Lucius, though, yes. I guess. We also, I mean, I saw Lucius the first time before we got to the island. Same as you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um... Do we... Do you have any updates? What's up, big guy? No, just... As I slap him on the back, but it ends up being, like, his upper tush, I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> My... Mm-mm-mm, girl, it was firm. Talking to Molite later. I don't know about this tight-ass guy, but... There you go, I can help be your wing... He's got a tight ass. I'm helping your wing woman. <laughs> but you still have feelings for Arlo, so I don't know how you feel about that. <laughs> the biggest eye roll of 7 p.m. Um, no, Are we? Just... Have we moved? Can you show where we're at right now? I'll show you in the morning. My, uh... okay. The morning. The morning. The morning after. In the morning. My mother just visited me, and I just had another memory. It's just not... Not long before we woke up in Oya, it was just a night together in the woods. 
That's what she showed me, but she just wanted to see me. Oh, that's really nice. Sorry, Lisa does not know what to do with nice moments like this. I have to find my family. I have to find my family and those I care about. But I don't know how to talk to them. It feels like <laughs> onward. Just emotional. Finding our parents. Oh. I also found a mother figure in my dreams, but she keeps challenging me in mine. <laughs> it's nice. It's, heart, it's heartwarming. That's what mothers are for. Good. You challenge us to be our best. That's true. It's very true. Um, and that's how I found my ability with beastly creatures that will help us. Okay. We just sit there awkwardly <laughs> in the silence of a... Oh. Well, in the memory, yeah. she did teach me to... Or she showed me that apparently I can talk to birds. I love that we're also... A, Inept with nature. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think that'll help us. A little strange, but we'll figure. It's it a out. little strange. We all have our own abilities that we'll have to figure out on how that works with each other. Snow White, it in Shrek. I'm gonna go back to the helm. Good talk. All right. I tried to do another clap, and I made. I jumped a little to make sure I, I didn't tap his ass. I also jumped to make sure she taps my ass. Why would you jump? Oh, to make sure she taps your ass. <laughs> I'm like, sneaky ah, minx. You bastard. You All right, go to bed. Just to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, and I walk away. Because you're like a child <laughs> to me. Time goes by. It's 10 p.m. Simon offers to stay up. The two of you can go to bed. Miles and Malite and Simon are on deck. I'm still in I was gonna say, I'm gonna check on him. Yeah, no. I'm gonna check on him as I'm going to bed. We're like, are you gonna I'm do anything? This bed. And I, <laughs> I ain't never gonna leave this right, listen, bed. Hey, little shit, if you can sing, you can get the fuck up and mend some Wait, shit on the bed. Wait, are you doing a rendition of I Got Knocked Down? Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, time goes by, right? You take your rest. It's 6 a.m. All three of you are able to get up and go to deck. May I see your map? No, I can't. When you go to the deck, you are here. Do you see that? So not, you can see both. Not far. So you can see. Okay. Here. We're good. It's empty. So you can see good both, job, Mac. both outcroppings. And you can see little statues on the top of each one. We're getting close to something. I think we should just... What are the Follow statues the of? Uh, investigation check. Let's roll our dice. Fourteen. Fourteen. That's a seven. That's yes. a, uh, yep. <laughs> One's always or sevens always look like one. Investigation. Yep. Eleven. Eleven. Fourteen was good enough. On the left side, the one you're closest to, you see it's like a worm-like creature with sharp pointed teeth. On the farther side, you see a woman. She stands like this. Breasts are showing. And six serpents come out 
from either side of her. And that's where we're going to end the session. Oh. Thank you so much for sticking with us through level three in all of its entirety. Here are just some quick housekeeping stuff. This episode had so many great components to it. We had a few people who came in and lended their voices for some parts, and we had a blast with them and were super, super thankful. Here are their names and the characters they played. I'm Gabby Mann, and I read for Atropos. I am Dylan McDonald, playing the character of Hog. I'm Andy Rogers, and I read for Wolf. Once again, a huge thank you. Like I said, we had a lot of fun. Um, With Andy and Dylan, a little too much fun. We have some nice R-rated bloopers for you from our recording session. Here they are. You have surpassed me in climbing. You are the master now, little Nimblefoot. I'm also just gonna put in here right now is that I'm usually really stoned when I write these. Yeah. So Hong bows to you yeah. really is unnecessary. A, a bit, yeah. absolutely no <laughs> sense. I'm gonna do an audible bow. Yeah. <laughs> Audible yeah. hog bow is my, is my new band name. Audible, audible hog, hog bow. bow. <laughs> audible hog bow. Or just audible bow. Again, usually very Aub. stoned. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's either a bow or a BN. <laughs> just in the middle of the line. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I can see we've all finished. <laughs> well, since we're all here, how about a foursome? A large grin comes over your face. No, get in the river. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I went German. Get in the river. The river. We do not have the showers. We do not. No. Ow. No. Think like like. Okay. Yeah. No. Oh now get down in the river. Get in the river. Get in the river. Now. No showers for you. Nein. <laughs> get on the train. <laughs> Papers, please. Do oh, you? I feel like that came Papers. in Russian. <laughs> Where are the papers? <laughs> Where are your papers? Fucking A, man. I love it. I'd like to see you in the papers. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're friends. And we, we're doing a European tour. <laughs> that's, that's, that is what my tongue is known <laughs> <laughs> So I think what I discovered is that Scottish can't, don't smile. Scott, Scott don't smile. smiling Scott is a German accent. That's, 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 that's <laughs> a, smiling, a smiling Scott. A smiling Scott. Scott. Jesus you know why the Scots were killed? Why? Pride more than I Because sheep can hear zippers. No way. 
That's a better joke. Oh no. Okay, let's go right. back. Let's yeah. go back. Let's Here go. We go. Back a large grin comes over your face. <coughs> you are the master now, little nimble foot. <laughs> I know. You are the master. So, right. You are the master. You are the you. master. I literally just keep <laughs> reading hog vows to you, and then I just think of the. Uh, <laughs> it's. <laughs> All right. Give me a line reading, Andy. Uh, you are the master now. It's a nimble foot! <laughs> you are the master now! Oh no. my god! Uh, Alright, boys, that's enough for today. I guess climbing's not for you, Erwin. But you, Garrick. <laughs> that's the. <laughs> <laughs> you have surpassed me in climbing. You are the master now, little nimble foot. <laughs> It's just it's gonna, it's you, just it's gonna just be German. Silly. It's fine. It's just silly, and I just <laughs> hog house. Let's start again. We're yep. starting again. Okay. Well, I assume so. Yeah. Whew. Now get down to the river. One and you just it's German. We just say German. It's the German. The first line was perfect. It's just it just sounds like magic. <coughs> Get down to the river. I don't want to blame the writing on this. I'm kind of now blaming the writing. It's, it's a very. I I think Germany. the best way to try and transition Noob. is just cross out the get down. Noob. Now go to the river. To the river. No. 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 To the river. Oh. Just. Mm. Oh. Nice. No. no. To the river. Give it a shot. I'll give you an end. Ready? <coughs> One more blooper for good measure. My dearest son, you have now reached the age of manhood, and it is with it. Fuck. <laughs> The cover art is made by the amazing Keelan Grace Art. It is a sketch of nipples on Ferret's shoulder. The detail is gorgeous. Um, if you would like to find this artist, you can find them on Instagram at Keelan Grace Art, K-E-E-L-I-N-G-R-A-C-E-A-R-T. Again, that's Keelan Grace Art. For the first time, I started using a lot of royalty-free music, but this is really difficult. So there is still some music in there that is not royalty-free. Again, we make no money off this podcast. We do it for the pure enjoyment. We just love doing this. It's fun for us. And finally, we will see y'all next time. The next episode is going to be a recap of Level 2. It has a ton of fun bloopers. It's quirky and weird. Hope you tune in.